Well, welcome to our midweek Bible study. Turn in your copy of Scripture to Matthew chapter 6. As we have looked over the last uh, several weeks, we're going to continue in the Lord's Prayer, um, and we're looking at uh, the third petition. So it began with our Father in heaven, and that was the kind of the introduction to the prayer. We're addressing God. Uh, and then there were three petitions or three specific prayers that Jesus leads us to pray, uh, and they're called thou prayers or prayers of, for God's glory and honor. So uh, hallowed be thy name. May God's holiness be reflected in the world and in our lives. Uh, thy kingdom come. Uh, God, may you set everything right, and may you uh, have, uh, uh, may I submit to your plan. So we're praying specifically for God's glory and for his honor. The third prayer that we're going to look at tonight, uh, thy will be done, is uh, the third segment of these prayers for God's honor. And then next week, we uh, go into the petitions that are uh, for uh, Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. So they're, they're more us-oriented. But the first three prayers are focused on God and his glory, how, how that we as followers of Jesus would give glory and honor, respect to God in heaven. We're praying for that in our lives and in the world. That's a good prayer to pray. We know how important it is to show respect uh, to those in authority over us. If you work at a company and you refuse to show honor and respect to your boss, you won't work at that company very long. Uh, in our homes, God has given us a command to honor, respect our father and our mother uh, and, and, uh, and, and to show that honor and respect through obedience. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 15, he said, if you love me, the, the high point of honor and respect, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So as we look at this third petition, we're looking at how we can honor God with our lives. Uh, and, and it is very personal. We, uh, we, it's almost like it has become uh, significantly more narrow in focus as we began. Our Father in heaven, God is the good Father and God is our Father. He is holy, He is righteous, He is above us, He's in heaven. Uh, we pray for Him to be hallowed, for holiness to mark our relationship with Him and for us to represent Him and His holiness well, uh, for His kingdom to come, for Him to set things right, and for us to submit to His plan and, and to His kingdom's rule. Now, it becomes very specific. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. We're praying specifically for God's will to be done. Uh, loving obedience to God is really the content of this prayer, and it shows our love and our respect for Him. Uh, so when we pray, oh God, your will be done, it's not just some generic prayer for generic people out there in la-la land. It is for you and for me. Oh God, your will be done in my life. Your will be done. It's Again, as we looked last week, it's kind of a submission to God's plan. It's submitting, God, you have a will uh, that uh, is going to be realized by me. Your will. It is the secret will of God and the decorative will of God. It's, it's this, uh, this sovereign purpose kind of will of God. And, and so we're praying, God, your sovereign purpose, your sovereign will be done in our world and in our life. 
Uh, we're praying for God's will to be done. This is a prayer that confesses our submission to God's will and the ultimate submission of all creation. There's going to be a day. And again, we're looking forward. Uh, Jesus inaugurated the kingdom of God. He inaugurated the fulfillment of God's will uh, in, in our lives as we were brought into God's family. Now we're looking forward uh, t- uh, with hope to that day when uh, Jesus will return and God's kingdom will ultimately be consummated. Uh, this is the new heaven and the new earth. We're looking forward to that. So we don't want to lose that. God, there's going to be a day. There's going to be a day when all that is wrong will be made right, when all that is broken will be made whole. God, I'm looking at our world. I'm looking at the corruption, and I'm looking at the chaos, and I'm looking at the violence and the wars and the uh, tsunamis and the tornadoes and the viruses, and I'm looking at the world, and I'm praying, oh, God, your kingdom come. Your will be done. There will be a day when all that is wrong will be made right. All that is broken will be made whole. And that's the consummation of God's kingdom when Jesus returns in all his glory. But there's also this aspect of us praying, God, your will be done here and now. Your will be done in, 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 in earth today. And not just Revelation 21 where God will wipe away every tear and there'll be no more sorrow, no more crying, no more disease, no more death. Um, that's a great day, but also, God, your will be done right now. And in many ways, this is calling back to hallowed be thy name. It is, God, your will be done so that you are honored and respected. Remember the words of Jesus, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Today, you and I, as followers of Christ, we're we're praying for God's will to be done, but we're also praying that, that we would submit to his will, that we would obey him. Obeying the will of God is so essential to our journey as followers of Christ to be satisfied and to be made whole. We, we live in intimacy with God, but that intimacy is, is uh, 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 augmented. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's accentuated uh, when we live in obedience to Him. Uh, broken fellowship is found when we disobey the will of God. So when we pray, we're praying, oh God, not only will your will be done in, on earth as in, but God, I, I want to do your will on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, our prayer will always fall flat. Our devotion to God will always fall flat. Our, our intimacy with God will always come up short if you and I are not committed to obedience. We must commit ourselves to obedience. This isn't some newfangled uh, idea. It's not some legalistic tradition. This is how we show love and respect to the one who has given us life through faith in Christ. And this is how Jesus lived his life. He, he, in John 14 and 15, he said, look, I'm, I'm obeying my Father and and, and this is how you experience a life that is full and complete and satisfied, by obeying God. In the same way, you and I, if we're going to taste the fullness of life here and now, and, and, and not just in heaven by and by, not just in the consummation of God's kingdom, but if we're going to experience a satisfied life here and now, we must be a people committed to obedience. So, look, this prayer is... It may be brief, but it is so important and powerful. Oh, God, 
your will be done in my life. And God, I submit to your will. I, I submit to the things that I can't control, but the things I do control, I will do them in obedience to you. And listen to that again. God, I submit to your will. The things I can't control, I trust you in them. I, I submit to your will. But the things I can control, I will do them in obedience to your will. Now, here's a question. How do you know God's will? How do you know what God wants? Uh, go way old school. It, it is um, uh, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments, uh, that's not the sum of God's will in terms of that's all there is, but it's certainly not less than God's will. Uh, the Ten Commandments help us understand the heart of God, and it was true for every generation of the children of Israel leading up to the point in time of Jesus and, and Jesus coming as the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. He, he came to, to uh, 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 write the law of God on our heart by his spirit. So as we look at the Ten Commandments, we see this is the will of God. Throughout Scripture, we have the commands of God, the, the Bible and and as we saw on Sunday, we treasure God's word as the rule of life and faith. The Bible itself gives us the will of God. Um, certainly, there are places in Scripture that are descriptive of the times in which God's people lived and the story of God's redemptive purpose. But God's word also contains not just the descriptive, but the declarative, the imperative, the, the things that we are to do. Um, and as we look at Scripture, we find these are uh, the commands of God. This is the will of God. And so when we see in 1 Thessalonians, uh, this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that is the will of God. That, that's clearly how we're supposed to live our lives. Um, don't be drunk with wine, which is, an ex uh, 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 which is in excess but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That is the will of God. Uh, honor your father and mother. That is the will of God. Don't provoke your children to wrath. That is the will of God. That, uh, when we look at Scripture, Scripture shouts the will of God to us uh, to live our lives in conformity to the rule of life and faith, God's Word. It, it is... Um, uh, the, the, all Scripture is... Uh, breathed out by God and is profitable for instruction and in righteousness, for correction, for reproof, so that we might be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We know that God's word is given to us by God himself, by, through his spirit, so that we might have uh, the, the written record of God's heart um, and how we can obey him. And so when we pray, your will be done, we're also praying, God, Help for me to submit myself to your word. Help for me to submit myself to the, uh, to the mandates of your word. When, when Jesus was asked later on by uh, uh, an attorney, he said, what's the greatest of all commandments? He's asking, what is the greatest will of God that I need to pursue? And Jesus said, um, the greatest commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second liken to it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, all the law and prophets are summed up in these. He's saying, this is how we should live our lives. You want to know how to 
uh, uh, find God's will, you lead with loving God more than anything else. With all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. God, I love you, and if I'm loving you, I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to do what you want. I'm never going to put in jeopardy my relationship with you. I'm going to honor you above every other relationship. I'm going to honor you above every other pleasure. I'm going to honor you above every other pursuit. I'm going to worship you as my very life. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But also there's this element of relating to others. I'm going to love my neighbor as myself. I'm going to love others the way Jesus has loved me. I'm going to be obedient in love. Now, again, this reveals the heart of God, the will of God. You want to experience a satisfied life. Then, God, we pray, oh, God, your will be done in me. Your will be done in me. May I be obedient to your will, as you've revealed in your word by your Holy Spirit to my heart. Your will be done in me. Knowing and doing uh, God's will is wise. And I want you to hit on these uh, and just, just again, uh, iterating uh, some things that you probably know as a follower of Christ, but I, I want us to hit them when we pray uh, your will be done, we're praying uh, that we would be wise. Knowing and doing God's will is wise. How do we know that? Well, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. Listen to what Paul writes. He says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That term for unwise is an interesting term in uh, the Greek language. It means... Um, stop acting crazy. Uh, unwise is not just I'm, I'm a foolish person. It is I am behaving in an insanely dumb kind of way. I'm living a, a crazy kind of life. I'm pursuing a path that is inconsistent with that which will lead to joy and peace and hope and purpose. Now, how do we guard ourselves against a crazy kind of life? We chase and do God's will. Understand what the will of the Lord is, Paul wrote. If you and I are going to taste the excellent life, we must understand and do God's will. Any of us can get to a place of lunacy in our disobedience. But as followers of Christ, uh, when we pray, your will be done, we're returning again to that place of sanity, of wisdom. In many ways, this is a prayer that we're praying, God, help for me to be wise. Help for me to, uh, to live in concert with you. Not, not pushing against you, not fighting against your, your heart, not, not, uh, not going my own way, not... Help for me to pursue the best way of life. Stop the crazy. Return to the wise. Here you are, wherever you are in your relationships or your work or your own personal life, your thought life. Maybe you have been flirting with or dancing with crazy. Pray, oh God, your will be done in me. 
Return me to wisdom. Return me to a way of life that is consistent with your heartbeat. Knowing and doing God's will is wise. So we pray, your will be done on earth in me as it is in heaven. Knowing and doing God's will is wise, but also knowing and doing God's will is blessing. It's not just wisdom, it's blessing. Um, The very first psalm, Psalm chapter 1. And if you've spent some time with me, you know this is one of my favorite passages because the clarity of the passage uh, reminds me of how I need to live my life. Blessed is the person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But blessed is the person who delights himself in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. Blessed is the person who delights himself in the law of the Lord. Delighting there means to have a zeal and a passion for the things of God, for the will of God. Delight in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is a picture of his will. And so we want to delight in God's will. And the result of being zealous to fulfill God's will, to show him love and honor and respect, the result of that is blessing. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Whatever he does will prosper. That's the kind of life we need. That's the kind of life that we can have as we live obedient to the will of God. A life of blessing. But the opposite is also true. A life of disobedience to God leads to crazy, leads to chaos, leads to being like the chaff which the wind drives away. An empty life. Uh, A a wasteland kind of life. Now, the question is, are we going to listen to, uh, which voices are we going to listen to? There are voices that ring in our ears and in our soul and in our head that would lead us to a way of life that is inconsistent with the will of God. There are voices around us that would call us to disobedience, to reject God's will, revealed in His Word. Remember what the psalmist said, blessed is the person who does not listen to the uh, counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffer. Those are the toxic voices that lead us away from God's will. Uh, it, it's the carnival voices. It's the, uh, the story of Pinocchio, and Pinocchio uh, wanted to be a real live boy. Uh, and, uh, and yet he was drawn away and enticed to, to a carnival. Uh, even though he knew it was rebellious against Geppetto, uh, his maker, he decided he was going to go to the carnival, and when he went to the carnival, he ended up being a donkey, not a boy. It's that kind of voice that rings in our ears that lead us to disaster. These toxic voices that lead us to dangerous places to make um, uh, uh, chaotic decisions and, and disastrous results. But when we listen to the will of God and do it, 
knowing and doing the will of God, the result will always be blessing. Blessing. You're going to be like a tree, roots planted firmly in the soil, nourished by the river of life that Jesus has given us through his death and resurrection on the cross, through our faith in him. We are trees planted by the river of water, brings forth its fruit in its season. We'll be productive, we'll be blessed, we'll be, we'll be uh, uh, protected from the onslaught of heat because we're planted by the river of life. Now, we're going to be productive in how we live our life, uh, bearing fruit that brings pleasure to the heart of God. Oh, we're, 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 we're going to experience the pleasures of life because we're living in the presence of God. Today, I, 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 I want to experience a blessed life. I want my family to experience a blessed life. I want my church family to experience a blessed life. But that will only come as we know and do the will of God. Therefore, we pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth in me as it is in heaven. Today, trade uh, the misery of a life of independence from God for the blessing and the wisdom of walking in concert with his will, living in sync and submitted to his will. There is no better life than you can have. So we pray, oh God, be honored by the life that I live. Be honored by the obedience in my heart. May I show you how much I love you by doing your will today. We have a chance at a kind of life, even in the chaos of a world that is filled with corruption and decay and chaos. But we can experience a blessed life in the face of all that when we walk hand in hand with the Father through obedience to his will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth in me as it is in heaven. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, infinitely above and beyond all that we ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work among us right now, to him be glory in our church by Christ Jesus to every generation forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Good night.